Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to Buffalo Shots Podcast. Hello again and welcome to another Horror Shots Podcast with me, Casey. I know it's been a very long time since I've released anything. I think it's been about a month, but to be fair, I kind of needed that month off. The holidays snuck up on me and, you know, with all the family stuff and work and pretty much everything in life being crazy around that time, I just needed some time for myself. I needed some time to take off and just do nothing. Work got really slow, and then work got really busy. And then over the holidays, when you're already spending hundreds of dollars on gifts and going out and all that sort of stuff, my car died. So I needed to go get a new car. So I was kind of stressed. I just wanted to get that out in the open. I didn't want to have the feeling that I was abandoning you guys. I don't want you to think that I was abandoning anyone here. This is my passion project. I love doing this podcast more than anything. It's so much fun. And I love looking into all these sort of demons and uh, mysterious events and all sorts of different things. So I'm very thankful that you stuck it all out and uh, you're here again listening to me yammer on about some supernatural stuff. Before we get started, I do want to get some housekeeping out of the way as per usual. And I really do hope that you had a great holiday, be it Christmas or the solstice or New Year, whatever your tradition, culture or religion or belief system has you doing around that time of year. It is a new year which means there's a whole lot of new stuff going on. First off, if you do ever want to reach me, you know how you can do that through my website at horrorshots.com or on Instagram at horrorshotsphotography, Twitter at horrorshotspod, or email at horrorshotspodcast at gmail.com. Some people over the holidays have actually reached out, and I do have some stuff to say about people reaching out to me. Today's podcast is actually an idea that was given to me via an Instagram message. And I've also had some reviews dropped on iTunes as well. They don't show up yet. Uh, I'm not sure what the threshold is. I think I said last time it was five. I have five, apparently, that aren't visible yet. But uh, maybe it's from all the same country I need them to be from. I think about four from the United States and one from Canada, or three from the U.S. and one from Canada, one from the U.K. Anyway, I'm going to read those off right now. So back in February of 2018, Harms 10 from the U.K., said the following. A must for any fan of the macabre. The host is clearly knowledgeable and passionate about the subjects. He dissects, deciphers, and discusses the world of the sick and sinister and the psychopathic. Thank you, Harms, for those kind words. Back in March of 2018, Luna Renee from the U.S. said, stumbled upon this podcast while searching for an informative podcast on Lilith. I have to say this podcast is awesome, very informative, interesting, and all-around fun to listen to. Please keep this podcast going. Don't worry, Luna. I will indeed keep this podcast going for quite a long time. I hope. Hopefully there's not going to be any more uh, huge hiatuses like the last one, but every once in a while, like I said, a guy needs a break. In December, we had Chris Zaz from Canada, and I think I know who that is. She has a fantastic podcast herself, and I featured it on the Horrorama podcast. You can look her up, Kristen Zaza. She has a great ASMR storytelling podcast. 
And uh, I reviewed hers, and I guess she's returning the favor. So thank you, Kristen. And she wrote, This podcast is so well-researched, and the topics are fascinating. Casey is an excellent host with a fantastic presence and vocal quality, and his genuine interest in the topics he delivers into is contagious. Keep up the great work. On December 27th this year, I had another one from DVDPH, or maybe David. Anyway, he's from the U.S. He had some kind words as well. I have a long drive to work every day and was getting tired of listening to music. So I looked up some podcasts that my friends told me about and got very interested in them all. I found that the subject I find to be the best for me is the love behind what or why we believe in what we do. As I was looking deeper into everything, I came across Horror Shots and just loved it. Thank you very much, DVD or David. I'm going to assume it's David. If it's not David, let me know. Just hit me a message anywhere I said earlier, and uh, I'll correct it on the later on a later podcast. And last one here we have from Dark Forger. That was just a few days ago, actually. Yesterday, this one popped up. This podcast is very informative. It's as though you're taking a very laid-back college course on all things horror. Definitely worth a listen. So that's five reviews in the past year, which I'm quite happy about, actually. So thank you very much to everybody who reviewed. And as I've said countless times before, reviews help little podcasters like myself actually get noticed. We show up a little bit higher in rankings and search queries. People tend to see and gravitate towards things that have reviews. They want to know what they're listening to is going to be worth their time. So once again, thank you very, very much. So today's cast does come from a message I received on Instagram from the user David Phelps 2067 which I'm going to assume is the same DVD-PH that left the review, so I just got to piece that together now. Thank you very much, David, if that was you. And I am going to do the podcast you suggested. He was wondering if I could do something on the Archangel Samael. And I thought, that is right down my alley. I've heard of Samael before. I've always wanted to do something on him. Just kind of slipped out of the back of my mind and never really got around to looking into him. Some other topics came up, some other demons. So today I'm going to look into Samael. With a little bit of a teaser on the end, I'm going to look also into the seven deadly sins, who's associated with them, and what they are. Everybody should know it from the movie Seven, but maybe not everybody knows what demon is associated with which deadly sin. But enough on that, I'm going to read an excerpt, or actually the full article, rather, on Samael from the Dictionary of Demons by Michelle Bellinger. Samael is a complicated figure variously identified as both fallen angel and loyal member of the heavenly hierarchies. Although he eventually made his way into the demonology of Christian Europe, Samael has his roots planted firmly in Jewish folklore. In the Chronicles of Jeremiel, Samael is described as the chief of the Satans. And you may remember I did do a segment on Satan and his various names about three or four podcasts ago. Even though this text depicts him as one of the most wicked angels, he is nevertheless presented as an angel in service to the Lord. He's an angel of death, and he's chosen to collect the soul of Moses. In the Jewish Haggadah, Samael is said to be the guardian of Jacob's brother Esau. In this capacity, Samael is also an evil angel, because the Haggadah presents Esau as a thoroughly wicked person, attached only to the material world, and drawn to worship in places of idolatry. In the Zahar, a primary text of the Kabbalah, Samael is associated with the evil entity Amalek, the god of the physical world. Here, Samael's name is said to be the occult name of Amalek, 
According to the Zohar, Samael means poison of God. In his work, The Holy Cabal, occultist A.E. Waite defines Samael as the severity of God. In this work, Samael is also equated with both Satan and the serpent. Lilith is his bride. According to the moniker Daniel Conway's demonology and devil lore, Samael is the consort of both the voluptuous maiden Nama and the arch-she-devil Lilith. He functions as the left hand of God. In the Gnostic Apocryphon of John, found among the Nag Hammadi manuscripts, Samael is given another name for the evil demiurge of the physical world. This echoes the statements of the Zahar concerning Samael's connection to the material realm. Samael, sometimes also spelled S-A-M-M-A-E-L as opposed to just S-M-A-E-L, made his way into the Grimoric traditions. In the Heptameron, he is described as an angel. He is said to rule over both Monday and Tuesday. He appears in the 1505 Faustbach, entitled Magi Naturalis et Eternel, where he is identified with the element of fire. Henry Cornelius Agrippa associates him with Eurysus, another form of Oriens, the demonic guardian of the East. Mathers repeats this association in his edition of the Sacred Magic of Abramelay and the Mage. Semael also appears in the Mathers translation of the Grimoire of Armadale. In keeping with the confusion surrounding this ancient figure, the text also identifies Samael as both a fallen angel and a heavenly being. As a fallen angel, Samael is said to teach magic, necromancy, and the occult sciences. Oddly, he also teaches jurisprudence as well. According to the Grimoire of Armadale, Samael can also reveal what necromantic practices are the most dangerous and should not be abused. Curiously, Samael also appeared in the list of seven archangels composed by St. Gregory, who served as Pope Gregory from 590 until 604. So like many demons or archangels, Samael has a very complicated and interesting history. It's really unknown, as with many of these, what role he played in the mythology and religion of Christianity and Judaism back when it was in its early days. It's really hard to tell when you're listed as both an angel and a fallen angel. An angel of death and an angel of the Lord. It's really confusing, but stranger things have happened, and as we know, angels do fall. We look at Satan, and many of the demons we've looked at in the past were fallen angels as well. During the great battle of heaven, or whatever you want to call it, many, many angels did fall. Maybe Samael was one of them. Apparently he was one of Lilith's lovers or relationships. So very interesting, as Lilith is most likely the mother of demons. Now, I did promise you a little tidbit at the end of this, which is what we're coming to now. I know it's a little bit of a shorter podcast, but this one was done kind of on a whim. I wasn't even sure I wanted to come back this week. But I did find some time, and I found the energy, and here I am. So let's get going. Let's continue on with this. I promised you the seven deadly sins. So here they are. The seven deadly sins is a list of major offenses developed by St. Gregory the Great in 590 during his tenure as Pope. The sins are classified as cardinal sins, which are most objectionable vices that can be engaged by an individual. The sins are lust, gluttony, avarice, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. In the Middle Ages, these seven deadly sins were often personified as players in mortality plays. 
By the 14th century, these seven major vices had become a popular topic in art and literature. The sins were perhaps most famously treated by Dante Alighieri in his description of hell in his epic work, The Divine Comedy. In the 16th century, a bishop from Trier in Germany, Peter Bainsfield, sought to classify demons according to their seven deadly sins. The way Binsfield saw it, each demon had a preferred sin that it would use to tempt humanity. The demons could then loosely be arranged in groups according to those sins. He chose different demonic princes to head each of the seven camps as followed. We have Lucifer as pride, which makes sense the way he fell from heaven in a prideful wrath, a prideful vengeance against God and his jealousy against man. We have Leviathan as envy, Satan as wrath, Belphegor as sloth, Mammon as avarice, Beelzebub as gluttony, and Asmodeus as lust. So there you have it. So if you're ever watching the movie Seven with your friends, then you will be able to kind of give them some insight on what John Doe is doing and why he is doing what he is doing, or at least what he's associating with each deadly sin. Now that does bring us to the end of the podcast here. Like I said, I'm sorry it's a little bit short, but I kind of kind of just wanted to get back into the th- swing of things slowly. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. So I hope it was good enough for you, and I hope to get back on a regular schedule starting next Friday with a brand new podcast. Here's hoping I can find some time and energy and all that kind of fun stuff. I really, really, really want to get back to doing this on a regular schedule, and I hope I still have you around. So when this pops up in your feed, I hope you kind of get a little excited and go, ooh, a new Horror Shots is out. But until next time, feel free to check out all my work online. And if you feel the need, you can always check out my Patreon as well, which I don't want to drop at the beginning of the show because it seems like I'm begging. I don't want to beg. I just want to let you know that I do have a Patreon at HorrorShots.com or on uh, Patreon.com slash HorrorShots. Other than that, I hope you had a very fantastic holiday. And until next time.